Hello. What's up? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Just chilling. I feel like you're about to tell me a secret or something. No. Oh, really? No. You got nothing for me? No. Nothing I can say on the podcast anyway. What, what does that mean? <laughs> anyway, what's new with you? <laughs> um, I got stung by a bee two days ago. <gasps> Like, Is that your first time? No, I've been stung before, oh. but like, I don't know. <laughs> was it one of the murder hornets? I don't know. So I was on a run, right? And I was like running down the sidewalk. And like, as I was getting to this tree, I noticed that there was some activity. <laughs> and there was a swarm of bees. And by that time, I didn't have time to like stop, turn around. I was already like kind of like at the tree. So then I just ran through this swarm of freaking murder hornets. All of a sudden, I get... Just a double tap right there on the neck, right there on like the jugular, on the adrenal gland or whatever. And I was just like, oh, so I'm running with my AirPods in, right? And so I slap my neck. And when I do that, my AirPod flies out, right? And of course, I, I think I kill the bee. I run really fast. I'm getting freaking attacked like it's freaking my girl. And all of a sudden, I pull out the stinger and I'm just like, Damn, dude. Ugh. And then I realize I've lost my AirPod. Ooh. So I got to, you know, I got to put on my big boy pants and I got to turn around and, and run back into the fray. Damn. And you did that for an AirPod? Yeah, I did that for an AirPod, sister. These <laughs> things ain't cheap, all right? <laughs> I know. So I run back into the fray, how to save a life. And then I get the freaking AirPod and bees are still, they're like, this motherfucker's back for some more. All right, put up your dukes. And I think that I got double tapped again, same spot. And this was a couple days ago, dude. And I was just, it fucking hurts. Like last night I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, I need some cortisone on this bitch. But all that no. to say, I don't blame the bees. You know, everyone's pissed off. I don't blame yeah. the bee. I'd fucking sting me too. Yeah. Damn. I can't say I've been stung by a bee, but I have been stung by a wasp and it sucks. Yeah, wasps hurt more than bees, but I think this is just a normal a normal bumble. A normal bumble. Just a bumble freaking attack. <laughs> and but not it, a Transformers kind, right? Not no, man. No. Like and I might be murder hornet. I don't know. But I think it could I think it could have been a murder hornet for sure. What was funny is when I went back back in the fray, how to save a life, there's this woman walking with a mask and she had her like AirPods on and stuff as well. And I was like, stop, stop. <laughs> and I'm sure she was like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? And I'm sure she was just like, what is going on? So she, she takes out her AirPods and she's like, what? And I was like, <laughs> There's a bunch of bees right there! Watch out! And she was like, huh? And I was like, murder hornets! And then all of a sudden she turns around and she was like, oh, thank you, and goes the, you know, across the street. And you know what? Saved her life. Wow. You're so heroic. That's right. <laughs> I'm back in the fray, baby. It's a really weird so, connection I made into this song. It really is, but I'm here for it. Um, also, though, the fact that you're this bored, that you've created this much drama over a beast thing <laughs> is impressive. It's impressive. I know. Listen, I can make a show out of fucking anything, sister. You're right? insane. This, this is years of radio. Which, by the way, you know, I was thinking about it. Like, in the past, I haven't needed material. 
to do this show. Mm. Life just created enough material for me. But like, it's getting hard to do this. No, no joke. I was reading comments the other day about like people being like, you need to come with content and all this kind of stuff. It's hard to do a show about nothing when nothing really is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I was thinking was maybe dusting off some of my old radio bits for this show. I'm down. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I went back into my old prep services, and uh, I can't believe I still have access to my old prep services. So people don't know this, but when you do radio or television or anything, there are services that are called prep services that basically help you funnel in, like, the day's news and, like, give you topics and stuff. And so I still have access to all that from my fucking radio days and so maybe later on in the show we'll just do like what like my morning show was like in like 2013 radio is so cheesy it is man it really is but you know what this is also that (laughs) you're right this is just the new iteration of radio it's that's so true but anyways dude that beasting still fucking hurts i'm not kidding i'm sure i'm so sorry i get bit by a bug like every five seconds out here it sucks well you're living that horse life dude living that freaking farm life Living the farm life. You know what I'm trying to do? What? I'm trying to go from living the farm life to living the ranch life and maybe moving to Montana. I'm all here for it. Have you seen Yellowstone? I feel like we've talked about it before. We have, but I couldn't get that past the first show because a horse gets murdered. So, okay. So, thankfully, I know this. So, I just fast forwarded <laughs> the first like yeah. 60 seconds of episode one and then I didn't have to watch that. And now I'm finished with season one, and I'm so glad I started it. So yeah. you haven't seen it. No, I, and I know it's a show that I need to watch. It is so good. I can't believe I've slept on it this long. So many hotties, so many cowboys. My friend Kirsten and I were like, there are so many hotties in this show. Do we need to go to Montana for Kirsten um, to find a boyfriend? And I was like, yeah, I think we do. Also, Montana's so sick. Have you been? Yes, I have. Okay, I, I went last year with Reinhardt to – we went to Yellowstone, so we got to stay in Montana a little bit. But I feel like I ha- – I mean, I just I, I just got to, like, see the tip of the iceberg that is Montana. I feel like I have not really gotten to see all of the greatness of Montana, and it's time. I'm all for it. Move to Montana, then I'll come visit you, and I'll get to wear cool, like, a lot of, like, Pendleton outfits, you know? Okay, so this is the funny thing about Montana. So I'm actually thinking about um, road tripping up there with some friends before the summer's over. And so I've just been looking at hotels, and then I also just last night was really bored and really uh, leaning into this Montana dream and just looking up real estate just to see, like, what the prices are up in Montana and, like, stuff. And all of the decor up there is just so specific. It's so on, like, the Montana themed. Like, you can't find a house that's not, like, wood everything. The same wood that's on the floors is also on the walls and the ceiling and the kitchen cabinets. It's all the same color. And there's dead animals hanging from the walls. And there is, like, Navajo print, Aztec print, very bold, colorful rugs and pillows and blankets, like, it's so cheesy, so cheese ball. And like, but like that's Montana. Like if I move to Montana, I have to I have to be that. I have to like that. I have to want that. That's what there is. It's like Arizona. I feel like Arizona, every house is the fucking same. It's like yeah. stucco walls and like Indian tapestries and a pool in the backyard. Yeah, exactly. It's like if that's if you move there, like that's it. It's so like yeah. if I if I move there, I gotta start wearing Wranglers and flannels and Carhartt, I guess. Like, that's just what you do. You can bring style to it, though. You can bring a Pendleton, you know. Oh, totally. I mean, I wear a lot of these things anyway. Yeah. It's just funny. Like, it's just very, and it's stereotypical as hell, but, like, it's also, like, facts, you know? 
fucking lean in to the Montana. I'm here life. for it. Honestly, you watch season one of Yellowstone, and I think you're going to be wanting to move. All right. So is that a, is that a fave thing? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Did we just blow through the one thing that Brandy's got for this episode before the show starts? Oh, we haven't even started the show. No. Let's we'll start it and I'll keep talking about it. All right. Here we go. These are a few of my favorite things. Oh. Do, 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 Should that be our theme song? Red drops and then and then pretty. Da, da, da. Know the words, though. Snowbells and sleigh bells and whiskers on kittens. Brown paper packages tied up with string. Walls hates kittens. These, These are, are a few, few of my favorite things. things. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Go for it, Brandi. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Sorry, I forgot to say bros and hoes. Oh, I thought that that was in place of bros and hoes. Yeah. Wells and Brando. Oh, young Nikki. I got to FaceTime her this week, actually. We don't do that a lot. We should do that more. She got a new song out, I saw. You had to cover. Yeah. Have you listened to it? Yes, I did. Well, we'll play it at the end of the episode, I guess. Yeah, she does. She, I miss her. I haven't seen her in so long. Where's she at? Like I can't, I'm trying to think. I guess January is when I was out there and saw her. It sucks. Um, but did a little FaceTime with young Nikki, and she seems to be just thriving. You know, she's got a new boyfriend um, that she seems to really like. How many face tattoos does this nice. one have? He's got a few, I think. Oh, man. You know, Let's give him a goog. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at BowlAndBranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. You know, say what you want about Mike Tyson. He was a trailblazer when it comes to face tattoos. Because remember when he got that and everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? And now every rapper is like, you know what? Let's do it. Wait, does he have a face tattoo? He's got a neck tat. That's it's pretty different. intense. It's different. It's different. I mean, my brother has neck tats and face tats, know. you know? You know, back in the day, if you saw someone with a face tat or a neck tat, dude, you better walk on the other side of the street. They're a part of some biker gang and they're probably making meth and going to kill you. And now if you find someone with a neck tat or a face tat, they probably make their own artisanal sourdough bread and listen to fucking Ryan Adams music. You know, like it is completely changed out there. <laughs> All right. So smoke, smoke perp has. What's his tat. name? What's his name? What's has, his name? Smoke perp. Smoke perp. That, yeah, that's his artist name. Like, as in purple purple. Yeah, I guess. Like weed? Um, so like yeah. Like he's smoking the perp. Okay, I got it. I got um, it. Yeah, so he has a neck tat. 
Yeah, he does. But no face tats. Good for him. Here's a cute picture of him and Noe. Honestly, they're adorable. Anyone next to Nikki Champagne looks good. That's true. She a cutie. Anyway, she is a cutie. I need to FaceTime my family more, I think. Oh, dude, we did it in the beginning of the of the quarantine, and now I'm like, I'm over it. I'm over oh, it. Just I'm, over I'm seeing over, your family? I'm over the fam. I'm done. Oh my God. I'm done with you guys. <laughs> Young Nikki. All right. Can we t- keep talking about Yellowstone? Oh, we got more? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite Kevin Costner uh, film show? Uh, I, mean, I mean, does he, dances? Does he do shows besides Yellowstone? I don't know. Okay. I mean, let's just go through it. Dances with Wolves. <laughs> Amazing film. I loved Bull Durham. I know that like that's not that well known, but like so good. Also, Tin Cup is a phenomenal film. And also, I'm a da- I'm a golfer, so dork. I know a lot of people are gonna come at me and be like, but he doesn't have a British accent. And he's playing Robin Hood, but I'm telling you, him and Morgan Freeman in Robin Hood, uh, Robert of Loxley is so good. And then of course, there's also Field of Dreams. And then, mm-hmm. and then the bodyguard, which was the like, bodyguard's one of my faves. Come on, Sarah and I had that whole argument that was like, who's more well known, Kevin Costner or Woody Harrelson? And I did the poll on Twitter. Oh. Who do you think is more well known, Kevin Costner or Woody Harrelson? Kevin Costner. That's what I said too. But Sarah's For like, sure. oh. Sarah was talking about like the younger generations. No one knows any of these movies. You know, if you were born in two thousands. You don't know Dances with Wolves or Robin Hood. Yeah, I know. But he's just so iconic. So I'm looking at his IMDb. He also did, I never watched this, but did you ever watch the Hatfields and McCoys yeah. uh, miniseries? He's I, in that. I loved it. I should watch that, actually. If you have a boyfriend out there or you're just a guy listening to this show, if you haven't seen Bull Durham, it's so good. It's such a great baseball movie. Also, Totally forgot. He's the voice of Enzo in Art of Racing in the Rain. Oh, really? Oh, so, so epic. Yeah. Yellowstone. Get it. I got Seriously, it. Seriously, it's so good. And it's like, if you feel like you don't like Westerns and don't, you know, like that's not your thing, I'm telling you, you're going to love Yellowstone because it's also like family drama, relationship drama. People get murdered. People get died. Like there's just crazy stuff going on. But then you also get like the cowboys and Indians and Western vibes and guns and horses and rodeo stuff. It's very cool. I hate when people get die. Speaking of iconic actors, Tom Hanks has a new movie out right now that's on, I think it's on Apple TV. Yep. I actually watched a little bit of this and then fell asleep. Mm, That's not the glowing review that I was going to (laughs) give. The movie's called Greyhound. Early in World War II, an inexperienced U.S. Navy captain must lead an allied convoy being stalked by Nazi U-boat Wolfbacks. So it's Tom Hanks, and he's just like leading all these fucking boats across the ocean, and then the German Nazis are submarine monsters that come and are trying to kill everyone. It's so good. I'm sorry if you like war <laughs> movies. It's great. Also, Elizabeth Shue's in it, which blast from the past, but uh, hot in cocktail. And in uh, Adventures of Babysitting. And in The Saint. And in basically everything. Grew up big mm-hmm. fan Elizabeth Shue. Hmm. By the way, do you know who's in Greyhound? Tom Hanks? Yeah, well, yes. 
and also Minkus. Do you remember Minkus from Boy Meets World? Yes. Minkus is in it. He's in the fucking war. It's like Minkus. He is? Yeah, and you're like, Minkus, what are you doing here, bro? Go back to Feeny's <laughs> class. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Has he been in anything else? I just saw him and I was like, I was like, Sarah, who is that guy? And she's like, That's Minkus. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways. <laughs> I got to be honest. I don't think I would have like, known his character name on the top of my head like that but now that you say it i'm like i can picture him exactly oh yeah you know he's got the the big nose and the big lips it's minkus yeah uh-huh so anyways uh but then brandy fell asleep because i know because of ranch life well yeah that also like that's just one of those movies like you i feel like what starting it at like 8 p.m is just not the play yeah Anyway, Gotta pay attention. Thought it was phenomenal. Also, I saw there was some story on Tom Hanks. Didn't he have the Rona? He had the Rona. You know, there's like and this he's some, good. But by the way, there's this crazy conspiracy theory out there that Tom Hanks is a part of like some like child trafficking thing. He's actually in jail, oh. and he actually was like when he hosted SNL from his house. It was actually from a jail cell. It's crazy weird. I have a friend who's just like all into this, and he's been like. You don't ever see Tom Hanks. Uh, you haven't seen any new pictures of him. It's because he's in jail and all this stuff. And it's like, whoa, bro. That's crazy. But anyways, he picked up a new Kova arid side hustle as a hot dog vendor. What? Here it is. Oh, Colossal hot dog. Hot dogs here. Colossal hot dog. Not a ball game without a hot dog. Who wants a hot dog? Hot dog here, hot dog. <laughs> Colossal hot dog. Okay, it's funny. Colossal dogs, hot dog. Because you know that baseball's back, right? Yeah. But no one's allowed to go to the games, so they pipe in right. crowd noise. So he took the crowd noise. And pretended to be Hi. a hot dog salesman. Run, hit, air, left on base. Programs go cardio book. Who wants a program? Who wants a program? No, it's there. Can't tell the players without a program. <laughs> program, scorecard, yearbook. Program, scorecard, yearbook. Yearbook, program, scorecard. Score the game. It's actually getting Can't funnier and funnier to me. <laughs> No one can buy this shit. Who wants a soda? Cold soda. Ice cold He does this for two minutes. You're insane. Dude, Tom Hanks is just... God, I love him. I love him too. I think it's like a universal, like, the world loves Tom Hanks, you know? Except for the conspiracy theorists out there that think he's just a monster. I guess so. I think they're just bored, though. Which, by the way, your conspiracy theory about Wayfair apparently is not checking out. I don't care. I, I'm still on board with it. No, so that's the problem. You can't – once things get debunked, you can't stay on board. You got to get off Okay, board. but, like, have they have they done an actual investigation or is everybody just like, nah, it can't be true? I think they did. I think it was debunked. <laughs> I think that's the thing. I think that's what debunking know. is. You do an investigation. I don't know. Let's see. Scorecards. Scorecards. Yeah, look. Play a roster. Play a roster. Who needs to play a roster? All I see is that they're denying claims. No, oh, no. Oh. Anyways, pouring out for Regis Philbin. Oh, I know. How sad is that? I know. What do you know if Regis says? The host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Or 
Regis and Kathy Lee. I mean, I know him from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire because that's what I when I watched TV, that's what he was doing. Yeah. So when then when he moved over to the morning show, I'd stopped watching cable. <laughs> At first, he did Regis and Kathy Lee Gifford. Was, but then with Kelly Ripa. Then Kathy yeah. Lee left, and then and then Kelly Ripa replaced him. Replaced yeah, yeah, whatever. I stopped watching cable when that happened. Okay. Kind of sad. So sad. He's an icon. Do you want to do uh, radio segments? Sure. Okay. I mean, we kind of started doing it with uh, the Tom Hanks thing. But yeah. Okay, so here's movies that are always on television. Okay? I wonder okay. if you can guess one of these. Okay, so according to a new study, there are five movies that are always on television in America. Can you guess one of the five? When you say always on television. Somewhere on cable, they're being played. It's on. Yeah. Titanic? No, it's a great guess, though. <laughs> What's weird is that I think a lot of people aren't going to know these because we have a younger demo. But, like, coming in at number five, you have Ghostbusters. Oh. Which is, I, I mean, it's a great film, but, like, didn't know that was always on. Uh-huh. Like, I, I would have gone with The Goonies. I feel like that's always oh. on, you know? Yeah, I'm just trying to think whenever I'm staying in a hotel, mm-hmm. it, there's, you know, there's cable or whatever, and you're always sitting there and you're like, oh, turn on the TV. And there's always movies playing. Yeah. So I'm trying to think about like when I've been staying in a hotel and I flip on the TV, like what's playing? Coming in number four, you have Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. What? Yeah. How random. Very random. Number three, Russell Crowe in Gladiator. Oh, that's not shocking. Number two, this is kind of cool Jumanji. And I'm assuming oh. it's the OG Jumanji. For sure it is. And coming in at number one, no one's going to have heard this movie that listened to this podcast, but that's really sad. With all these swinging back kicks that Patrick Swayze can throw at you, Roadhouse. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, it's so phenomenal. Let me tell you. (laughs) Dude, the fucking storyline of Roadhouse is so ridiculous and only could have been done in the 80s where people would have been like, okay, this makes sense. Okay, this is all the tagline is. A tough bar bouncer is hired to tame a dirty bar. So Patrick Swayze plays Dalton, where he is just a bar bouncer, right? He is just security at a bar. But he's so good at being a bouncer, he's like world-renowned that this real tough bar in like Arizona recruits him to come work the bar and like become the manager and completely turn it around. And he's like, (laughs) people like fucking in the bathroom and he's like, absolutely not. Roundhouse back kick to your face. Out of here. <laughs> and then people are like selling drugs. And he's like, absolutely not. You're out of here. Roundhouse back kick to the face. And then he starts fucking the doctor somehow. It's real weird. Yeah, like Sam Elliott's in it for some reason. There's an awesome <laughs> guitar player who's blind that's in it. And then there's like some guy who's running drugs. I got to clean this town up. But he's just a fucking bouncer. Roadhouse is phenomenal, by the way, guys. You need to watch it. Okay, wow. That was very passionate. Yeah, man. Very passionate pitch. You Patrick Swayze, dude. Let's just point break. Ghost. Oh, yeah. Dirty dancing. Classic. God. So one third of men say they have never done this basic household chore. Can you guess what it is? I want to say vacuuming, but I just don't know God, if vac- that's realistic. I vacuumed yesterday, and I feel like it doesn't do anything. 
you know? It does. The old, Dude, you want to know one of the most rewarding feelings in the world is? What's that? When you vacuum the stairs and you take off the attachment so it's just the tube sucker and then you mm-hmm. just go and you suck up all that hair that's like on the stair. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it's euphoric. So is that not the answer? No, it's not, but it's a good one. According My to dad his, won't vacuum. That's why I said it. Blood. I mean, <laughs> typical blood. He's like, oh, it hurts my back. I can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Get a made blood. According so what to, is the answer? According to a new study of men and women in the U.S., Australia, and the U.K., 32% of men said they have never changed the bed sheets. What? And the study found that men in the U.S. were the worst offenders. The study also revealed that 53% of men admitted they have done a chore badly on purpose, you know, so they wouldn't be asked to do it again. And oh, 66% yeah. of women surveyed said they'd do the majority or all the household chores. That's insane. I need to do this. I need to start doing shit, doing stuff shitty so I don't get asked to do it. But I do a lot of the dishes. I do okay. all the cooking. I'm like the wife. I mean, that's great. That's like, that's how it is when, when Ryan and I are together. Like I make him clean a lot. <laughs> what, what, how did you guys do this to us? I don't know. I hate changing the sheets. I hate it. I know. It's the worst. It's so annoying. And I'll tell you what, let's figure out how to get a, God damn blanket in the duvet cover without it being lumpy, guys. It's 2020. <laughs> what do we got to do? You know? I don't know. Some yeah, sort right. of machine using rockets and magnetism. And I don't know what we need to do. Nuclear fusion. Get that thing in there even. I have a confession. Oh, I love it. I have no idea how to fold a fitted sheet. No one does. No one does. No, people do. No, they don't. When you're putting a fitted sheet away in the closet, what? How do you? What do you do? I just I, I do I do my best, and then what I do is then I take the other sheet that's folded nicely, the sheet sheet, <laughs> not the fitted sheet, and then I put that on top so you can't, t- and then I have it like envelop the the fitted sheet so you can't even see that there's something <laughs> fucked up below it. That's what I do. Sister. I literally just stuff it in the closet. Like I don't care at all. Yeah. Maybe we should learn this week. Maybe we should watch some tutorials and learn how to actually fold a fitted sheet. I've looked it up. There's like one lady in Asia that like knows how to do it. <laughs> all right. And she's the only person who's fucking cracked the code. That's funny. You know, we used to do this on the show a lot where I would play my favorite stand up comedians. Oh, yeah. You want to do one of those? Sure. I love this one. Jared Logan makes me laugh. Here we go. I mentioned I'm, I'm from West Virginia. Now, I don't have much of an accent, but people where I grew up, they, they, they talk different than we talk here. For example, a lot of people I knew growing up used the word yuns. Has anybody heard the word yuns? It's a contraction of, yeah, it's a contraction of you and ones. If you haven't heard it, I'll use it in a sentence so you know how it would be used. How you would use yuns in a sentence. Hi! Yuns want to go to the puddle we sit in. <laughs> Hi, Yuns. I finally found a stick we can use to hit that cat. <laughs> Hi, Yuns, guys. I found a pile of dirt we can marry. <laughs> and I grew up with a kid who lived with his grandma, and he called his grandma his mongi. That's a real thing. 
and she would get us those Kool-Aid drinks called Squeeze-Its. Do you remember those? But she'd call them Squeezies. So a conversation in that house would go, hey, Nate, tell your monkey to get us a Squeezy. Yuns want a Squeezy? Yes, thank you, monkey. No? I would just like to say that I'm also from West Virginia. Are you really? That's where I was born. Oh, man. Do you say Yuns? No. Do you want another one, or are you good on that? I could do one more. All right. This is Matt Koff on his previous job as a question writer. I would say the worst part about breaking up is when you catch yourself using little phrases that your ex used to use. Like I was in Office Max the other day, and I said to the cashier, I don't love you anymore. <laughs> That was really embarrassing. <laughs> Guys, it's 2013. We can put a man on the moon, so why can't we put one on my lonely gay uncle? <laughs> Serious question. That was funny. So uh, my last job, I was a, a question writer for the newlywed game on the Game Show Network. And they're like, Matt, we liked your questions, but they're a little dark. Uh, so I actually brought a couple of rejected ones. You guys can tell me what you think. I think they're fine. Uh, your husband's body washes up on the shore, dead. What's the number one thing you'll miss most about it? Uh, here's one. Your husband's body washes up on the shore, dead. What one hors d'oeuvre would he want served at his funeral? It's like a food question. Uh, here's one. Your husband's body washes up on the shore, dead. What kind of God would allow this to happen? It's like a philosophy question. Oh. Yuns want to squeeze Oh, my gosh. All right. That's enough, uh, I think, radio stuff for one day. Okay. So you got some fave things? That is so crazy. Um, well, I touched on it, I guess, last week. I guess I've watched it in a week. But I, I had just started that HBO series Love Life mm -hmm. with Anna Kendrick. It's so good, Wells. Did okay. you watch any of it? No, I didn't. Oh, it's so good. Like, I had only watched, I think, one or two episodes last week when I brought it up. And at first I was like, man, maybe I'm just like so desperate for like a like quote unquote good show that I think this is so good. But I finished it. And honestly, it's so great. Um, they bring in so many different characters and it is it's very cool. Every single episode pretty much is like a different guy that she dated. Like it's a different relationship. And then by the end, it's put together this like this time frame from like, you know, her early 20s. And then by the end of the series, she's an adult and has a kid and has been through very like several different relationships. It's cool to see like her character arc. And I do feel like it's very relatable and very realistic and um, just like a really uh, like, candid picture of what it's like to date, especially I'm sure in New York city, but it's cool because, you know, in the very beginning, she just like has no clue who she is, no clue what she wants. She um, definitely had like a tougher childhood, I would say, socially. Um, and then it shows like how that affects her in her dating life, like her whole life. And then by the end of it, she's finally like found herself. And I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I think it's fantastic. Love life. Go watch it. All right. Have you heard of Blow the Man Down? Not a porn. Mm, no, but it sounds like one. It does sound like a porn. Right when I said it, I thought, huh, going to watch that huh. later. But no, this is a comedy, drama, and a mystery. And it is very good. It's on Prime, so 
Gotta oh, have that I always forget about Prime. Don't don't sleep on Prime, dude. Amazon's got the heavy hit. So do they? Here's what we got: Mary Beth and Priscilla Connolly attempt to cover up a gruesome run-in with a dangerous man. To conceal their crime, the sisters must go deep into the criminal underbelly of their hometown, uncovering the town's darkest secrets. Blow the man down. Not a porn. A totally non-sexy thing hmm. on Amazon. It starts out with Mary Beth and Priscilla, their sisters. They, like, run the fish market in Maine fishing town, right? In the first episode, the mother dies, which is sad. And then one of the girls runs in to a bad man. And she got to kill somebody. And then it's all about them covering it up. And there's like a brothel with like an old, what is it called when a woman is a pimp and a brothel? Like a maid or like a. I have no idea. Anyways, there's. <laughs> there's Are you asking me? There's hookers, there's drugs, there's money, there's fish and not a porn. Blow the man down. Check it out. Very good. Interesting. All right, Brandy, let me ask you a question. So, Do you experience stress? Oh, yeah. Do you have anxiety or chronic pain? I'm in constant pain from, you know it, lifting all those buckets of manure. Yep. Well, if yeah. you are like Brandy or like everyone else that has anxiety or pain or stress or trouble sleeping, let me help you out with something. Have you heard of feels? I have. I've actually used feels before. It's a premium CBD that gets delivered directly to your doorstep. It's so great because feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and my favorite sleeplessness. I've actually taken feels before when I'm having a hard time falling asleep specifically those days or those nights before I have to get up for an early flight, I can never sleep because I'm just constantly so scared I'm going to miss the flight. So I just take a little bit of CBD before bed and I sleep great. Yep, same. Just a few drops of feels under your tongue and you will feel the difference within minutes. So if you're new to CBD, feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels works naturally to help you feel much better. There's no high there's no hangover. There's no addiction. It's freaking awesome. And right now you can join the Feels community to get a Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. There really are so many great things about CBD. If you guys haven't tried it, I highly recommend it. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you to become a member today by going to feels.com slash YFT and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F E A L S.com slash YFT to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with some free shipping. Feels.com slash YFT. I like to take it on the golf course because it Kind of like reduces my stress and, and I play better. Ha -ha. Really? Yeah. All right, Wells. Yep. I've been back on my uh, get rid of things I don't need grind. Mm -hmm. And I have been selling a lot of clothes from my closet. I have a problem where I hoard and I'm trying to be better. So I've started selling things um, and it's been so great, overwhelmed with the whole shipping process. But that's why I've started using ShipStation. It's so amazing when people pay via PayPal, which is what I use for the products. Like everything gets loaded straight into the ShipStation console. I get their address, a pre 
prepaid shipping label. All I got to do is hit print and drop this baby off at the post office. And it makes selling stuff so easy. Even though I use PayPal, they also sync with Amazon, Etsy, or even your own website. ShipStation really brings all of your orders into one simple interface. It makes it so easy to manage from any device, even a phone. Yeah, no wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Right now, you guys can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code YFT. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Just click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in YFT. That's ShipStation.com and then enter our code YFT. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. It's funny because it, it sounds like make shit happen, but it's not. <laughs> oh my gosh, it does. That's... Didn't get it. <laughs> Have you seen, I, I feel like that it's possible we've talked about this, but also there's so many freaking shows with the word dark in it. I don't know. Um, but have you seen In the Dark? Is that the one that's like German? I honestly haven't started it, but I, so I posted on my Instagram um, that I like was, had reached the end of Netflix, like you say, uh, and needed some recommendations. And I had an overwhelming amount of people write to me and say that I needed to watch in the dark. And I just went to the Netflix page for it. And it says Casey Diedrich is in it. And I know Casey. That is crazy. That is Casey. Okay. I got to watch this. So you haven't seen this. A blind woman with vices finds herself in the middle of a murder investigation when her best friend turns up dead at season one. It's, you know, crime TV drama. That's not what they're talking about. I think they're talking about Dark, the Netflix original that's a family saga with a supernatural twist set in in a German town where the disappearance of two young children exposes the relationship among four families. Because that's like a really popular thing on Netflix. But the problem is it's overdubbed. Um, you're wrong. They're talking about this one because this message says it's about it's a murder mystery and a blind girl. Really? Okay. <laughs> so okay. it is this one. Huh. Um, so I'm gonna take a tip from the YFTers and check out this show this week because this sounds great. Speaking of tips from YFTers, I saw one sent in a hilarious review that they wanted me to read. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. P.S. I've been seeing on Facebook, everyone's tossing around the whole, if you're having a bad day, just go read the sugar-free Haribo gummy bear reviews and it'll make your day. And I'm like, we've been on that tip for so long. You guys are late to the party. This message comes from Christine Evans. Subject, hilarious review review of 7-Eleven Slurpees. (laughs) Message, my friend is a big fan of Slurpees and free Slurpee Day. His Facebook review is hilarious and I can only imagine Will's reading this one, so... Thought we would, uh, we'd try it out. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Good morning, all. Apologies for the delay. As we all know yesterday was 7-Eleven. To some, it's simply a Saturday. But for most folks, it's usually known as Free Slurpee Day. And it's a glorious day. Usually, that is. But not this year. Not 2020. <laughs> for those that know me... <laughs> They know that I don't get spun about a lot of things, but I was uh, rolling through 2020 with a fair bit of optimism. That was until it was announced that free Slurpee Day would be canceled. This was devastating news to me, as this is one of my top three favorite holidays. Yes, in my world, this is a holiday. And I put a fair bit of 
effort into planning a route to many 7-Elevens in order to seek out all the different flavors, to see the crowds, analyze store delivery methods, all very wildly, and deliver a comprehensive report on all the above. This year, however, is a complete dumpster fire and was seriously challenging. But here it goes. As I stepped out of the house on what should usually be a glorious day, I had a heavy heart as I knew today would be different than years prior. 7-Eleven, a.k.a. Free Slurpee Day, has been canceled. But I soldiered on and I was determined to get my Slurpee on. Hashtag kiss my ass, Rona. I was on the hunt for a new and exciting flavor. The first stop looked to be promising as they had Razzleberry on tap. As most know, was the clear-cut winner of all the flavors last year, perhaps of all time, and I was stoked to start the trek off with it. There were a couple of kids lollygagging and making suicide slurpees. Obvious rookie mistake, fools. So I waited patiently. Finally... The misguided youth moved on, and I stepped in to get a cup. Now, normally, there is a slew of tiny cups on this day, just big enough to give you a decent taste. But as I mentioned, not so this year. No matter, I'm getting my Slurpee on. I'm not a cheapskate. I'm certainly not opposed to paying for goods. However, I was a little bummed because that's not how it's supposed to work on this day. But I forged ahead. The first thing I noticed is all the regular small and medium cups were out of stock. So large it is, not mad. I excitedly approached Razzleberry Tap, mouth-watering, and I pulled that handle. What happens next can only be explained as terrifying and will haunt me for years to come. As I pull the handle, the Razzleberry begins to shoot erratically into the cup with violent bursts at speeds and velocity far greater than usual. I struggle to hold the cup as it violently jolts in my hand. Within seconds, I realized that I had lost control of the situation. And I take a split second to look at this kid standing nearby as if to say, help. But there was no stopping this derailing train. In a flash, the cup was ripped out of my hand and exploded, resulting in myself and the kid in my orbit being sprayed with Razzleberry Slurpee. The kid just turned around, wide-eyed and horrified, and walked away. I assume he will suffer from PTSD after such an event, and I wish him the best going forward in life. A bit traumatized myself, I forged ahead. I decided to get a sample of CherryBomb.com. Quite tasty, and over-the-top cherry flavoring. Overall, not bad. Six out of ten. I travel to my next location. Razzleberry is not offered at this location. No matter, I will try an old favorite blue raspberry. Comfortable and familiar. Seven out of ten. Next location, all the standard flavors are offered as well as cotton candy flavor from last year. Won't make that mistake again. So I settle on the classic cherry. Again, comfortable and good. Six out of ten. Still optimistic that I will stumble upon the new and exciting flavor. I move on. The next location offers Razzleberry, but alas, it is out of order. So I try Pina Colada. Now, I'm a fan of the drink when I'm hanging out on the beach or a similar setting, but this flavor is way over the top and tastes like suntan lotion smells. It's too much for me, 4 out of 10. This is where the adventure begins to turn sad and dark. Location after location after location, the Razzleberry was either not offered or out of service. Seriously, every fucking time. (laughs) I'm nearing the end of my journey when I discover there is a new flavor being offered this year. One that I want no part of. Blue Shock Mountain Dew. 
As if regular Mountain Dew wasn't a big enough disappointment, add blue shock to it. I can just imagine this was designed in the same lab as Mountain Dew and that lab techs Kyle, Carter, and Ethan are bumping and docking wieners and chanting, So extreme! YOLO and lit as fuck! (laughs) At unreasonable volumes. Hard pass! So I settle for peeling out banana flavor. And if you like banana, this one's for you. It comes strong out of the gate and finishes quite smooth. 7 out of 10. On to the last location. With all but the last of my optimism squeezed out of me, I enter this last location to see Razzleberry from a distance. My heart begins to beat faster. My mouth involuntarily begins to water. As I get closer, I notice something isn't right. None of the taps are spinning. I turn to the lady at the counter and assume she is seeing what may well be the most confused look she's ever seen on another human and an incredible look of sadness falls across her face as she's about to tell me my goldfish died. She proceeds to tell me, I'm sorry, hon. The slurping machine's been down for two days. Without a word, I turn to exit the store. 7-Eleven in 2020 has been one of the lowest times in my life, folks. It was an emotional roller coaster that ended with jumping the tracks and hitting a brick wall. But I'm an adult and I will do what a logical adult does. I shall suppress the memory of it and I'll bury it deep inside until it's wiped from my memory. And all I can hope is that next year is better. Until next year. Cheers, folks. Hashtag slurpy life. Hashtag <laughs> screw you, Rona. The, honestly, like, I'm really impressed with people's creative writing skills. <laughs> That's what I take away from this. Like, I feel like in school, creative writing is like one of those things you dread having to do. Yeah. And now I feel like people are doing it for recreational purposes these days. I got nothing going on, you know? I know. It's impressive. I don't think I could be that detailed about something. Yeah, you could. I don't know. I think you could. Wait, I'm just seeing this text you sent me. Oh, so a wife tier sent me this. Did they send you this? Yes, and it's amazing. It's so funny. It's a, Who would have thought this existed? It's like a over-the-shoulder backpack in the shape of a baguette <laughs> to hold your baguette. <laughs> For Ch- your just-in-case baguette. <laughs> your just-in-case bread. <laughs> oh, I love the wife tier so much. So good. It's so good. The last thing that a YFT sent us, Lauren Gerard, and I just I had to play it for you guys because it's so good. This is the Hamilton Mask Up parody medley. Have you heard this? No. Okay. Twenty twenty. Any city. Pardon me. Do you have germs, sir? No, I don't. And that's my business, not yours, sir. I have my rights and have my freedom. To be sure, sir. But this corona is a sham. I'm getting nervous, sir. It was developed in the lab in China. It's a biological weapon. Why are you looking at me like I'm stupid? I'm not stupid. So why do you do it? Why do you always wear a mask? Because I don't want the corona to get past. You believe all that you see on the TV? The media is exaggerating. This is baseless. Come on, do you know any real cases? I do, but that is not the point I'm trying to make. What's your point? What is the problem with being a little safe? For starters, you're asphyxiating yourself. What's going on inside is carbon dioxide. I walked a mile in this (laughs) and it was fine. Second of all, it is infringing on my freedom and my rights. I think we all agree that quarantining bites. Yeah, you're telling me my kids are one and three. Our house, it smells like 
pee. Oh, we agree. This stay at home thing, it is killing me. Our economy is drowning in these social distances. I have a lot of friends who've lost their jobs and businesses. So take the government to task. Take off the mask and say, alas, I'm not afraid of this charade that maybe Bill Gates made. I'm sorry, what? He got a vaccine to stop infection, but really it's an injection of a microchip for human detection. Is that a thing? 28% of America believed that there was a poll by Yahoo TV News. Did you see it? I haven't, no. I gotta go. I'm sorry that we can't agree, but I guess you do you and I'll just do me. I hope this virus doesn't stay. I'll see you on another day. Dude, you should just throw that mask away. I am not throwing away this mask. I am not throwing away this mask. This really should be bipartisan. Come on now, how hard is it? I'm not throwing away this mask. We thought that the curve, it was flattening. But now it isn't, and it's getting really saddening. Because a lot of people going out and partying. And probably we're going to have another quarantine. I'm going to have to start gardening again. And staring out the window because I miss all of my friends. And sitting with my wife and talking about her feelings. And being bored to death until the curve flattens. And all of this ends. This is my favorite one. You say the price of this mask is a price you're not willing to pay. You cry that the people who wear it are fear-mongering to the sky. Why so sad? If I wear it, I won't hurt you in any way. But I'm making you mad. You tell me that COVID-19... Uh, anyways, he does this for a couple more minutes, and it's phenomenal. You haven't seen Hamilton it's... yet, have you? No. So this isn't even funny to you. Like, you don't even understand what I'm doing. I actually did think it was funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we'll put the link to this video in the show notes, because it, you got to see it. It's so great. Good old Hamilton. Go go watch Hamilton. Where where do where do I watch it? Fuck, dude. I I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I think it's on Disney Plus. I don't have, I don't have that. All right. Well. Buy also, it. pro. No, I know I've been talking about Yellowstone a lot, but it took me a while to figure out how I could watch Yellowstone. Pro tip: I had to download this stupid app called Peacock. Like, how many apps do we need for the Apple TV or the Roku or whatever you use? Like, how many can there be? But you can get a seven-day free trial, and if you binge it, you can watch it all in seven days and then cancel that subscription, baby. Yeah, Peacock's NBC's streaming service. Why can't they just all be on one? Because that's not how. That's not how it works. That's crazy. That's like being like, well, I want to watch Game of Thrones on Netflix. You can't do that because it's an HBO show. But HBO is different. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You got some Muzaks? Well, we got to play Young Nicky. Well, I was busy when you hit my phone. But you miss me till we come back home. You don't really like to sleep alone But I'm taking too long I'm always taking too long Young Nikki She is such a vibe How'd she get so cool? Do you remember Shovels and Rope? No Oh, I love Shovels and Rope, man They've got a new song out called Mississippi Nothing and cool name shelves are great they're they're a duo and they're married and they're just the cutest and so freaking awesome check it out 
Shovel's Rope is great. And then, uh, were you ever a Sylvan Esso fan? No. Really? Yeah. Have you never, like, have you heard of them? I don't think so. They had, their big hit was, at least this was the one that, like, I don't know, I played a lot on the radio, this, uh, this Hey Mommy song. Hey Mommy, you know you are. She walked so fast. She walked so fast. Really? She walked so fast. I've never heard this. Oh, lady, she don't know how she go. She walked so fast. Anyways, they've got a new song out that I was liking. I was like, what is this? And then, oh, it's Sylvanesso. They got some new shiz out. This song called Ferris Wheel. It's a vibe. When we're up so I feel like that would be a good song for uh, you DJing. It's got a good vibe. That's a great vibe. Yeah. Um, I have one more. What do you got? I feel like I've played Nick Wilson on this podcast before. Do you know who that is? I don't think so. Why? He's got some sick stuff. But he has a new song called Enough to Know You. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've played. I think I've played his song Headlights on here. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's Enough to Know You. Such a brandy. I miss the way your lips fit mine. So many drunken evenings, but it isn't worth the pain to hide. It's underneath. I like it. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's all a vibe, yo. All right. Well, anything else? Anything to report? Um, last thing. Every week, I should, we should. I feel like we should say what our favorite message was that slid into our DMs this week. Oh, okay. I feel like that could be a good thing. Uh, you know who my favorite was? What? Duncan Hines slid into my DMs. Like the ice cream? Like uh, the cake mix. Like when you go to Kroger or yeah. uh, Ralph's out there and you buy like the Funfetti <laughs> cake box, it's Duncan Hines is the brand. And I just like posted a p- photo of the Funfetti box and didn't tag them or anything like so would have never expected. And somehow they saw it and they slid in and they are sending me 
stuff to my house, and I'm so pumped. Oh, okay. Then I got mine. Last week, we played the new Wild Rivers track, and then Wild Rivers, I guess, heard it, and then they messaged us being like, hey, thanks for playing the song. You know, do we, do, should we send you some, like, merch or something? I'm like, hell yeah. Send that shit yeah, All he wears is band tees. Send away. It's true. That's all I do. Don't you have on one right now? I do. Bear Cub. They don't even exist anymore. It's insane. Oh, they were great, though. Well, I miss you. Miss you. Are we ever going to see each other in real life? Oh, no, you're going to move to Montana. I know. I really want to. You'll come. They got really nice golf courses up there, I'm, I've been told. Yeah, man. Well, the reason why I had to do, we had to do this episode earlier is I'm going camping tomorrow. Where? We're going to Big Sur, and then after that, we're going somewhere else. It's uh, we? It's my brother, uh-huh. myself, uh-huh. Courtney, uh-huh. and Dean. Oh, yeah, you talked about this last week. Yeah, so it's happening. I'm so jealous. That sounds so fun. I know. But so, I'm going to Montana, so it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All yeah. right. Well, love you guys. Love the wife tears. Thanks yeah. for keeping us going. Thanks for keeping us going. And hey, listen, if you run into, you know, a, a big old tree full of bees, get the fuck out of there, bro. <laughs> Noted. Without granting innocence Without a list of what is wrong Things are told him all along Pray to God he hears you And pray to God he hears you And where did I go wrong? I lost a friend somewhere Belong in a bitterness And I song dude good fucking singing skills wells yeah dude i'm telling you people are gonna be that my dinner party's being like man <laughs> he should be on broadway oh, <laughs> wish all right later dude. i'm natalie barbu host of the real real podcast where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators entrepreneurs and everyone in between after quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.